Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAD Studios, Warrior OK Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon, this is Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host, Super Famicom. Just wanted to remind everyone to take it slowly today as a truck full of Gooigi's tipped over on Rainbow Road, creating a slippery layer of what some are saying look like green cum. Follow those traffic signs. Now let me introduce the Zoo Tycoon crew. Uh, to my right, we have a returning champion, somebody who is near and dear to my heart, Mr. Michael Hearn. That's where I always live. Near and dear to your heart. Near and dear to my heart. Oh, how are those arms, brother? They're doing good, actually. I had a self-care September, I was saying. I'm going back to the gym soon, so that'll be... Was that a tweet you had? That was a tweet I did, and then I just... In the do whole, that tweet. Do it now. Do the whole tweet. Do the tweet. Do the tweet. The tweet. It's a new segment we have called Do the Tweet. But basically, the pitch was I was going to say self-care stuff I was going to do, including going to the gym. One of the random ones I threw out there was I got a ticket for Ad Astra and IMATS. Oh, yeah. And then... Because I want to see that movie. Looks good. And then the next joke obviously was, wait, holy shit, I have this audition I'm stressing out about tomorrow. And then I did a couple other self-care random things. Uh. And then because I said IMATS, the IMATS Twitter account said, like, oh, treat yeah, yourself. Oh, like, wow. Okay, they responded to you. Yeah. Thank you, IMAX. <laughs> Thank you, Thanks, IMAX. IMAX. Thanks, hey, so hey, I'm looking up. Thank you, IMAX. Yeah. IMAX, I, out there. IMAX cares about self-care. Guys. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. but Yeah. Well, they care about uh, your eyes mm-hmm. in that they've made the biggest screens. <laughs> so they self-care that part of your body. Uh, that's great. Well, uh, congratulations and um, uh, welcome to uh, the studio. To his right is another returning champion of the show. Somebody I'm, I'm so excited to have back on the program. Oh, what is this year? 25th time. 25. <laughs> Mr. Mikey Stevens. I'll never tell. <laughs> Ugh, your face. Speaking of tweets, nope. Speaking of social media, huh? Mikey had a very funny Instagram story that me and my girlfriend can't stop talking about. You and your team did a bunch of like uh, catchphrases, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good story, my thanks. friend. Very thanks. good story. Thanks, I, I, uh, my, my girlfriend keeps walking around the house quoting uh, Lisa's, which I believe is... Uh, <laughs> okay, Cupid. Okay, Cupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lisa, who will never listen to this show <laughs> ever. Uh, shout out to you. How you feeling, Mikey Stevens? I feel good. Yeah, uh, yeah, got my coffee, you know. Sure, you got your uh, whole thirty cream you put in. There? I do a nut pod, uh, almond milk, whole thirty approved. Guys, uh, yeah, I feel good. Yeah, and what's the whole thirty diet for the listener out there? So they know what kind of torture you're putting yourself. It's just through. you know, so it's um, it's an elimination diet. So the whole point of it is to figure out what foods affect you. So it's just eliminating all the troublesome foods, all the foods that people are like, I'm allergic to this or that. Mm. So it's like legumes and gluten and fucking all the major guys, dairy. Sure. None of that. Sugar. No. Um, and uh, that's it. It's not like you have to eat a limited amount of food. I think that's like a common misconception. People right. are like, are you starving? It's like, no, I can eat all the time if I want. Um, but it's, yeah, it's kind of like a renegotiation uh, with your relationship with food. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really sweet. Yeah. Now tell me if you think this is funny. Mm-hmm. I went on an elimination diet once and it was just throwing up. Okay. Because <laughs> I was eliminating food from my mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that as a joke? I uh, <laughs> Maybe insensitive a little bit? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went on a... We'll oh. cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can cut this one out if it doesn't land either. I okay. went on an elimination date too, uh, diet too. 
And it was me and the food got in the rain and only one of us could leave. Oh, mm. yeah. that's insensitive to boxers. Yeah, sorry, boxers. Yeah. I'm still coming for your arms, though. So. Now, you did me- almost mess up and say elimination date, date. which I kind of like. I was kind of thinking like, maybe ooh. you're on a date with food. Yeah, and then uh, another food. We're not good for each other. I'll yeah. never put you in my diet again. I, uh, I also went on a uh, previous elimination diet. Uh, it involved. I was hoping for date. <laughs> <laughs> it all it involved a a group of us at a park with okay. a, a basketball, mm. and uh, oh, it's right. just whoever oh. makes the first point uh, wins, and then you have to go to the back of the line. Love that. And then uh, also no gluten sugar. <laughs> I love that horse. I love it. <laughs> yeah, horse. <laughs> uh, guys, famously on this show, before we get into the news or anything else, we like to talk about what we've been playing. Oh, and yeah. I want to start back with Michael Hearn. Oh boy, Big Daddy Michael Hearn. What have you Big been playing, Papa Michael? Uh, well, that, right now I'm playing Bloodstained Ritual at the Night. Oh, yeah. Um, very for better or worse, DS style <laughs> Castlevania game in all its glory. Um, getting close to the end, I think, and it's you know it's been it's been there. It's tough, but it's fun. Um, and then before that, and I beat it through literally opening weekend because I was preparing for possibly playing Astral Chain, but I still haven't bought Astral Chain. Okay. I bought Control by Remedy Games, and then for the first time in like maybe a while, I beat a game opening weekend because I was wow. it was that engrossing first of all, but also I was in a rush and I was just like I want to knock this out. And right. In a few sittings, I did it. I I commend you, Thank you. for your efforts in mm-hmm. just destroying a game opening weekend yeah. i feel like that's super hard to do i've been having yeah. a hard time keeping up this year guys it has been mm-hmm. a tough year mm. for me and games mm. i can't finish a game to save my life uh. it's just it's just they're too long yeah. i'm too busy mm. i keep getting distracted with other things yeah we have uh, and all that stuff. how did you like control i liked it a lot i think it's a when it gets going it's this really cool combat system it's a lot of fun. It is kind of a throwback, almost like PS2 era, kind of like third-person shooter. You're flying around, you're hovering, you have abilities, and it plays really well. Uh, famously on the PlayStation 4, it is a little stally at times. Loading mm-hmm. times are a little bit of a problem, too. But when you're in the midst of it, it doesn't. it's worth it. And yeah. then the story is kind of the key element to it. It has a really fun environment that it plays around with. It gets to a really cool... like crescendo of like emotional moments and it's also just like got a good sense of humor about it. it's from the same guys who did like matt's pain and alan wait quantum mm. break which i didn't play but apparently i love similar. max Payne. Yeah. yeah it is that kind of like genre bending storytelling like effort that i think is really cool that to get it all out in like this one little narrative burst and who knows if they'll ever do anything with the idea of it again but it's still just cool that they even got to do it People are saying Twin Peaks vibes. There is a little bit of it. Um, it plays around with like, there's one part where you keep going back to this hotel and solve like a puzzle occasionally and that the carry some Twin Peaks vibes. Oh. It plays with the color palettes a lot in certain areas. So like there's like blue and red like serve as a theme going on. It's, it's, it's wild, I think. It's a very, whoever did it is like a fan of that type of genre of film mm. too, of like mm. Nick Reffin and David Lynch type films. So sure. Yeah. Mr. Stevens, mm. you knew it was going to come. You knew yeah, the axe was going to come down on you. Wasn't even ready. Just weren't even ready. Took a sip of coffee. Yeah, like, I took a sip of coffee. I got nothing. He spit it immediately. Nothing on my schedule. No, I, I saw nothing it. coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it coming and yeah. wasn't ready. Uh, I so I one thing that I've been playing is two 
good for the topic. Oh, uh, so I won't say. But oh, okay, great. I the joy of um, listening to this podcast back is I'll get inspired by uh, things that people will say or games that'll come up. And you uh, often start painting immediately I do. after I do. listening to the show. I do. What did you want me to put painting and singing? Did yeah. you want? <laughs> Did you want me to stop? No, 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 please, okay. please. I I'm like gonna, the, yeah. I'm going to keep painting. Good, good. And also uh, tell you that Mr. Shout out to Mr. July Diaz who said I fucking can't beat Persona and boy is that true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm also he said he was like 30 hours in. I'm exactly He said 100. Oh, 100? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's insane. I, uh, I don't know if he was being real, but I think he said a hundred. <laughs> that's, that's certainly how it feels. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I put that much time. So I'm trying again. I'm trying to like just kind of head down. Let me beat this game. Great. It's an RPG. So it's like, you know, uh, it gets to that point in any RPG where you, you're powerful enough. Sure. You have the party. Right. Just beat the game, right? So I'm trying. I'm are, trying to get where through. are you, now? Do you feel close? Have you looked at any guides? To I haven't. Engage? I haven't because I don't, you know, no, want sure, yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, and it's like I'm at the point though where it's basically like the kind of loose premise, if you will, is like uh, you stop evil by going into this alternate universe or uh-huh. whatever, um, and change people's hearts. And so it's like there's like a ladder of evil that you're, you know, you change this person and it's connected to this person and it moves higher and higher. Is up. it like a shadow world? So yes. like the hearts are connected to actual people? Exactly. Whoa. Um, and so. I've never played a Persona game. Yeah. This I have is no the, idea this how it works. Fir- this is my first time. Great. Uh, I really love it. Uh, very stylistically cool looking game. Very fun RPG. Um but uh, yeah, so I feel like I'm pretty high up the evil chain at this point, sure. where I'm like, I gotta be close. Yeah, you're getting, you're you're meeting a lot of very godlike bosses, exactly. And stuff. Where it's like, well, it's gotta be this guy, yeah. and then it's like, not quite. It's gotta it's be like, Cthulhu. He's bigger than everyone. <laughs> right? Yeah. It can't be much, much further. Oh, Cthulhu! You know what I noticed about RPGs is they they you always fight a huge boss, and then next one. Which is more powerful? Little tiny little, little baby boss. Little yeah. baby boss. But they're more powerful <laughs> than mm-hmm. the huge one. Mm-hmm. I they just people just love like I'm Super Saiyan level a million and that makes me smaller somehow. And I'm tiny. And I'm tiny now. I'm baby. Little Majin Boo. Yeah, Majin uh, Boo, exactly. <laughs> uh I have been playing Astral Chain. Ooh. Uh I bought that. Do I tell. I I absolutely love it. I think platinum games are one of them, I don't, I won't even call them underrated because people do love that shit. People go crazy for Nier Automatica for sure. and Bayonetta. But to me, they're the only game company other than, I guess, who makes the Yakuza, the Yakuza series? Is that Sega? That is a Sega that might be, I'm thinking AM2, but I might be incorrect. It's like an offshoot of Sega. You know how Sega has that feel? Like, there's like a Sega feeling to some games where sure. it's like, they're more arcadey almost. Mm. They're almost like, all action mostly action and mm-hmm. then like what a lot of the stuff like the story is kind of throwaway to it mm-hmm. like i feel like yakuza has like a great story but like it's like more about that brawling mm-hmm. action you know like that's how astral chain is that's how platinum games are to me i want to do an episode all about platinum games soon but I'm it's like down for that. but it's like like bayonetta it's just like all it is is just like 
you're getting little cutscenes in between massive like uh, mm-hmm. war zones where you're just beating the shit out of like tons and tons waves of enemies. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how Astral Chain feels. It's got a really weird uh, battle mechanic where you you are chained to like a monster mm-hmm. who is your friend mm. and your best friend. <laughs> and you, uh, if you are just running around normal, like it goes off and kind of does what it wants. It's tethered to you, but it like, it'll like find like enemies by you and help you out. Or you can hold like the left trigger. And then with the right thumbstick, it, it like, it like uh, cuts you off from using your camera and just becomes where you're moving the monster mm. around. So some of the mechanics are like you come up on an enemy, you hold the right thumbstick, and then you try to like wrap your monster around the enemy because it's you're tethered Mm -hmm. to a chain. So like the chain will actually like bind the enemy. Oh, cool! And then you can run up and like do a bunch of damage to it. So it's got like this kind of I would I would call it fairly complex for a beat 'em up. Yeah, you know, very like. I've never heard of that exactly. Mechanic ever yeah, before. and I, I wasn't sure if I was gonna like it because it felt like your actual character was kind of playing second fiddle mm. to a bigger, more fun character mm. to play. But the way it works out, it's more like I, it's kind of strange, but like Pokemon because mm. you're like mm. you or Digimon because you're like using these bigger characters to like I don't know help you out. Um and you gotta yeah. catch them all. Well, but th- there is none of that. Okay. But it is it is more like you're sending out your right your big guy, mm-hmm. your big boy, um, your big daddy. And it's so far really fun. It's anime is all heck. Which you know, speaking of Persona, right? Oh, big time, big time. And I, you know, I I'm liking that these days. I'm liking that aesthetic. I uh, I I love. I'm an I love anime guys. Sure, I watch a ton of it. Yeah. Um. We'll get into that in the main I, event too. I don't love it that much in video games. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. like because uh, uh, I've uh, it's hard why, why to why not because it's I think the like it like it's like a very expressive thing and especially like in three D models mm. it seems muted. Sure. Like if that makes sense when you're watching like a two D cartoon and uh, I feel like it's very flamboyant. Yes, very yes, has a lot of energy. To, yeah. But when like a Bright's face can only do so much in a 3D rendered. Something yeah. about it is like, I get that. this isn't like, quite as good as, you know, the actual version right. of it. Yeah, Something we're like, like an anime is like very particular about all the framing and why it's drawn that way. Right. A game is kind of, ha- has to be controlled or it at least has to be like done in an engine where yeah. things can move around a little more. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. less artistic about it. Yeah, everyone has dead cow eyes, basically. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that's the same. And that is with a Astral Chain, too. I was actually noticing literally what you're saying is like, Oh, you know, I think I would dig this aesthetic more if it was just picked up the pace. But it's like, right. it is like two dead-eyed characters standing for a long time talking <laughs> at each other. And you're just like, ugh. <laughs> and you know what? Other game is a lot like that is Fire Emblem, which is yeah. another game that like, shamefully, I have not finished before I started Astral Chain. And now it's like, now I'm like, am I going to go back to yeah, Fire Yeah, I'm still running right. away a lot. That too, Fire a Emblem 2, did I tell you what I did? It's fun though. I, I played like 20 hours and then I started over because it was too what? easy. And everyone was saying like, we're 30, 40 hours in, you got to bump up that difficulty. So I just started over. I got back to where I was very quickly mm-hmm. because I just skipped all the cutscenes and, and yeah. shit. But like, it's it's now it's like, it's like difficult, which is good. But I'm like obviously not beating it as fast. Right. Yeah. So I don't know, guys. Did you do the right thing? Yeah. yeah. Did I do Who the right knows? thing? Right. At least I'm playing it on not 
I'm playing on casual mode, so when a character dies, they come back. Yeah, they just come back, and I don't have to can't deal, deal with that. that. You, yeah. soft. I can't you deal softy. With that. I can't deal with all you that. Soft guys. I'm too everyone knows you just turn it off and turn it back on. Everyone knows. Yeah, you quit the game <laughs> and just reload. Everyone it. knows no one ever fucking dies. I still do that. I still reload the game constantly because <laughs> I didn't like the way I talked to Marianne <laughs> in the courtyard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who does? Uh, that's really funny. But yeah. Uh, those are the videos that we've been playing this week. Oh, yeah. and then I guess yeah, I got more games we'll talk about. Our main event today, just so uh, we, uh, just so everyone is aware, we're talking about uh, video game guilty pleasures or guilty pleasure video game playing. Uh, we're the shame boys here. We're full of shame. shame. And we want to talk about our shame. Shame, shame, know your uh, name. Shame, shame, know the game. Uh, <laughs> but uh, before we get into that, let's get into the news. Okay, so I, I, I think I want to, I think I want to talk about this first. But be, only because it's the sad, the sad news. But uh, but then we'll get into some more fun news. How about that? That's okay. like a deal, guys. Deal. deal, deal. Okay, we are all shaking hands now. So does the does is everyone here aware of like, the sort of Me Too situation that's been going on in oh, like the video game universe? I am, yes. Yes. Okay. Great. So I I, I think I want to stay away from maybe some of the specifics just because they're really rough, including this you know the suicide of like a major developer named Alec uh, Haloka. For the guy who made Night in the Woods. Yeah, he was like a co-developer and yeah. stuff like that. And he was like his first big hit, Aquaria. I never played <laughs> it, but it was a big enough deal. I right. Think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this shit was kind of insane. It was like an, mm-hmm. it was like a snowballing effect that started with uh, someone coming out against like the um, the composer for Skyrim. Yeah, it was someone uh, Jeremy Soul. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like a long time composer. That sucked. Right. And it was like some. It was big deal yeah. stuff. Like it wasn't like you know, I don't know, more minor stuff. It was like the the R word was being thrown mm-hmm. around. Yeah, manipulative relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then the the co-founder of Oculus, right? That Ooh, was another that guy. That one. That was a tough one to read. I oh boy. I uh, don't want to get into the specifics here, but v- the the actual VR was involved in it. Oh god. Fuck. Um, but yeah, it just seems like a fucking nightmare and mm-hmm. what a disaster. And, uh, I, what's, what's here's here. I want to throw this to you guys. Like have I guess, have we had like, has the video game industry had like a me too kind of, I f- vaguely remember like people getting called out in other development studios for like sexual harassment and sexual assault, uh, around the time that I feel like the big me- regular me too mm-hmm. in entertainment happened but maybe i'm wrong because people are calling this like video games me too i think it might be a bigger effect yeah especially since it doesn't have anything big elsewhere marrying it too much like i know there's something going on with opera right now with posita domingo but i think in general maybe there's not too much me too stuff going on elsewhere that they can say all right this is gaming's time but i do remember there was some and i think a lot of it too was there was the whole gamer gate shit where yeah, it had yeah, to, people right. started to have to be held accountable because you can't be treating female Just developers, like female critics this hardcore way. trolling, like yeah. out yeah. of hand trolling, yeah. like people taking pictures of, like being physically behind people mm-hmm. and sending it to them, like yeah, scary shit. Like, Very I've scary. Been following you, type shit. Yeah. yeah, I mean this and this. I mean the of course the you know. Uh, what would you call it? like the outcome of uh, 
the people who did like out these people have also been super tragic. They've all had yeah. to go off social media. Like it's because uh turns out people who uh love their video games uh not too understanding to people who uh are hurt by the people who make them. Yeah. yeah. Um it's a terrible situation. I don't know. I just wanted to know if you guys had any particular take on it or like I per- like no I like <laughs> my take on it is especially with online gaming uh just i you know it's just such a it's been shitty it was shitty immediately yeah. for yeah. me online uh especially the, the first time i got a headset and played anything online mm-hmm. and anybody could pick up that i was like black or a person of color oh god oh, the n-words yeah. just start flying at yeah. such an early age realizing like oh this place sucks yeah. like it just is a breeding ground for um, that type of shit because it's this anonymous, mm-hmm. uh, you know, quote unquote, like place for you to be invisible and yeah. terrible. And uh, so none of this shocks me. Right. You know what I mean, none of it is like, what? Where is this coming from? Video games are and gamers are such great people. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, at such a young age, just being like, fuck, man, like. I don't want to it like I don't want to have a headset and talk to strangers because of this type of shit that has always existed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it is a nightmare out there. Uh being anonymous, I feel like can create monsters. Truly. You know, like uh I mean, probably the monster was always there inside, but then, you know, it's like you it's don't like, have to be Yeah brave no not at all which is dangerous yeah and you can kind of play coy yeah, pretend play. Yeah. online right like, you can be like what if i'm just a fucking monster exactly right now? Yeah. and that trolley attitude of like uh i'm just devil's advocate i uh, it's not even what i think i'm just yeah. uh for the for the sheer uh you know I don't know. Yeah. Just Reactions. That, yeah. 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 And I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not also sure about this, but I think something that is like, was uh, incredibly tragic and just so bewildering about uh, this particular situation is that it, uh, you know, a suicide resulted in like someone coming out against a person, mm. which I think is the first time I've heard of that. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember like, when like Louie was getting me to everyone was like, he's going to fucking kill himself. I just remember people saying that. And like, it's, it was like, no, that doesn't actually happen. But then in this case, because I think there was a lot of, a lot of like mental illness involved with the situation. It did result in that. And I'm like, it, it just like, what a, I mean, first of all, all, what an incredibly selfish thing to do. I think. Right. Like, and especially in the wake of all of this information, but then it's just like it's just has this really this weird air of like very unsatisfying for like everyone involved. Totally, no, definitely. Similarly yeah. with the Epstein shit, I think it's like mm, yeah, you know, same type of vibe where people are just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I we have all our have our Epstein conspiracies, right, guys? Yeah, you know, sure. <laughs> yeah, but no, like the big. You mean Hillary's brother? <laughs> That's a wild one. Let's <laughs> get into that. Uh, no, but uh, we all know the we one. We all know the Jeremy's one. Talking about. Yeah. Uh, but to, on a serious note, uh, yeah. no, but it did come from the whole thing too. Was that the announcement of it came from his sister, 
who did bring up a bit about, yeah, there was some abuse in the past. There was some stuff. And then there's been follow-ups of, like, people who worked him who explained, like, he had, he's always had, like, a mental illness problem. He's always had med problems. He's always had bipolar problems. He's always had paranoia. And it's frustrating because I also think a part of what led to all this and what still leads to, like, Me Too stuff going on is that it's not a fully regulated uh place to work still it's not a fully regulated industry and that type mm-hmm. of thing would be handled better and it also doesn't help that like the gamers version of it is if a developer is like outed they go don't ruin his career instead of realizing oh this person was shitty and should have been there to work in the first place right, so, like, right. worrying about the women who worked with him or worrying about even some of the men who work with him because they still can get abused they still can be emotionally abused and manipulated right so it's just this whole system needs to be a little more regulated i think but uh, that's a whole other conversation too. Yeah, and I think like the one of the, the probably the last thing I'll I want to say about yeah. it, especially not without having a woman present, because it's like it is that's feels true. weird to We're talk about without having some yes, men have. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but I do want to say <laughs> like handstand. it isn't just good enough to be like uh, people need to speak up more, right? It's more like no, like we need to be the type of people that make it okay for like women to speak up too. Mm -hmm. Right. Like we need to create an environment where that makes it easier, uh, for this stuff to get spread around if it's happening. Right. Like when it feels like a boys club, when it feels like you're going to get in trouble for saying something wrong, I mean, why would you ever want to say anything? Right. You know, like that it's just, it's just illogical to suspect, to think that like people, it's ever going to change if like we don't also put our, Foot forward and like try to help be like hey what's going on out yeah. there i'm i'm a person who i have no allegiance to any particular uh anything you know you can you can come to me you can tell me whatever yeah um great so uh i'm gonna try to do this segue <laughs> Uh, Nintendo goes absolutely bonanza. <laughs> yeah. Are we back on the goof train yeah, now? Yeah, hell yeah. All right, we're abandoning the serious <laughs> We're, uh, we're shaking hands on this, yeah, too. We're all shaking hands. hands. We're all shaking hands, yeah, because not only did we fix what we were just talking oh, about, but uh, we're, into, uh, we're into a brand new uh, beautiful day. Uh, Nintendo uh, went crazy on their last Direct. Uh, Mr. Stevens, one. I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. You uh, have no I'll frame just, of reference I'll for I'll just this. hang out. Turns out, I didn't even know this, but Mikey Stevens has never actually seen a Mario before. What is, what is it? He's a plumber. He's an Italian plumber. Little little yeah. guy okay. with a mustache. I mean, what's the, what's the appeal? I just don't. Jumping. You save I mean, okay, man. I can jump, though, and I, I've, like, fixed a sink. What's, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the video game world to, for fantasy. I just don't. It just seems like a realistic. Oh, no, he's fantasy. Okay, man. <laughs> Look, just do your do the segment. Okay, uh, <laughs> this is all the stuff. This is this is a bunch of stuff that they oh, announced. Not yeah. not the entire list, but uh, SNES games oh, yeah. uh, launch on Switch. Not not it, it wasn't that minute, but it was literally the next day. Yeah, the next day they just released twenty Super Nintendo titles on the Switch. Waited for Connor to get out of work, and then they dropped. They them waited off. for Connor <laughs> to get out of work, and they dropped them. Deadly Premonition One releases oh, on yeah. the Switch. Uh, that the day, the Switch. Uh, yeah, Deadly Premonition Two got announced. It is in development. Benjo oh, Kazooie yeah. in Smash launched that day. Mm-hmm. They announced Terry Bogard from uh, Fatal, Fury. Fatal Fury. Xenoblade Chronicles is coming to Switch. 
Switch. HD. Toki, HD. Tokyo Mirage Sessions is coming to Switch. HD. I think that was already HD because of Wii U. <laughs> it's but, HD. Oh, okay, great. Uh, uh, the SNES controllers are coming to that Switch. That is so cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Did, do you have the NES controllers? I do on? not. And this might be the one I'd go for, especially because it's... I didn't realize they would be that cheap. I thought, like, oh, it's going to be like a pro controller. No, it's... Regular Nintendo controllers or SNES? What did SNES ones are thirty bucks. Yes, and it'll yeah be for a Switch. What are the top five SNES titles? You said twenty games came out. Twenty games came out. Do you want to hear the list? I I I just maybe like the best ones. They do have some of the like the good SNES mini ones. What's the the best? Like they have Zelda. They have Super Metroid. Um, they definitely have like some interesting co-op ones that are kind of silly. But like the big ones would be yeah they they got both of the Super Mario Worlds. I'm gonna read them. All right, cool. Super Mario World, Super Mario Kart, uh, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, Super Metroid, Stunt Race FX. Oh yeah, which is. Uh, available for the first time since the original Super NES release. Uh, Kirby's Dreamland 3, Super Nin- uh, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, mm-hmm. Star Fox, mm-hmm. F Zero, oh, yeah. Pilot Wings, Kirby's Dream Course, Brawl Brothers, Breath of Fire, Ooh. Demon's Crest, Joe and Mac 2, Lost in the Tropics, my favorite, <laughs> Super EDF Earth Defense Force, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super, Super Puyo Puyo 2, Super Soccer, and Super Tennis, with the promise of more SNES games yeah. getting released probably cool. monthly. So kind of like uh, only like two. I was more like, but like the heavy hitting RPG titles. But you got a Zelda in there. You got Breath of Fire. Yes, so that's, you that's got cool. two kind like that. Breath of Fire is really the only RPG you have in there right now. But you, but you know, at least Super Mario RPG and Earthbound will come to now, this collection. Now I'm not sure if the Final Fantasies are. That's kind of what I was. That's true. What I was curious about. Yeah, right? here's, gonna... here's something too. They've done those like special versions of the Nintendo games. They haven't made any announcement about it, but you think there's a possibility for yes. some of them special Super Nintendo Hell games? Hell yeah! Also, like, you play Zelda, and holy shit, it's Mario in the Zelda game. Yeah, Who, I, I wonder. Oh, Mario. He's uh, a plumber. He's a plumber. Oh yeah, they're, they're jumping. Right. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. Uh, uh, moving on. Uh, Overwatch got announced for Switch. Yeah, that was Doom sixty four got Dude, announced for Switch. I, uh, You're excited, <laughs> right? Aren't you psyched? I am. Mike, sit down. Uh, no, I need to stand up for He's this. He's waving his arms around. You guys, for the listeners. I been so many times not biting the bullet on actually buying the cartridge because I still have my Nintendo sixty four. Now I get to get it on my Switch. Are hell you kidding yeah. me? Hell. Right, hell yeah! What I never expected them to port that one. Yeah, like, ever. And that's a good Doom. It's it's really cool, yeah, and it's yeah. really different, and that's why I was like, they, they don't think it's canon. They think Doom Free is freaking canon, but right, but it's not freaking. But it's canon. not freaking canon. More like I'll blow it up with a cannon. That's right, more blow a big FG. Uh, Oberdin is coming to Switch. That's very cool. And Super Kirby Clash got announced and released that day as a free to play game for Switch Online subscribers. <laughs> uh, this was fucking insane this was an insane yeah. nintendo direct it, there was also a bunch more stuff coming. like animal crossing yeah. like highlights luigi's yeah. mansion new announcements is that a that. new Zelda. animal like a yeah. switch animal crossing? switch animal crossing. crossing the both the pokemon games got a little bit of talky yeah. about them what's the release date on those those pokemon games so sword and shield right yeah november yeah. november november mm-hmm. Fuck, I need a switch. are you gonna get are you gonna get one please are you gonna get one Everyone pitch in and get me a Switch. Okay. All right. For, hell yeah. Wait, when's your birthday? <laughs> April. Okay. <laughs> when's your Christmas? <laughs> April. Also oh, April. Oh, no. Yeah. Why do you have to have your Christmas on April? I prefer to do a double I double up my gifts for my birthday. Sure, sure. Because so, you always... Everyone knows that maximizes. Don't Christmas me. Yeah. 
during the December, guys. Don't. All I know is that uh, Nintendo has got me fucked for the rest of the year. Because, like, every month they have a new huge release, right? So, July was... uh, Wasn't that Mario Maker? Mario Maker. Mm. Uh, August was... Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Mm. September was Astral September Chain. September was Astral Chain. Uh, October is Luigi's Mansion. Mansion. Uh, November is, I guess, Pokemon as well as you. Link's Awakening. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Or is not... Yeah, no, Link's Awakening. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. June was Mario Maker. July, July was Fire Emblem. That's right. August was Astral Chain. All right. September is Link's Awakening. Awakening. There we are. Uh, October is Luigi's Mansion. November is Pokemon Sword and Shield. And then... December they never really have a period, yeah. but uh, that's that is like a game a month to yeah. fully invest in and play, yeah. and I cannot finish them in time for mm-hmm. the next one. They're hot, they're hot yeah. in the streets. So for fuck whatever PlayStation's doing or no, I, I mean I'm just no, saying like, it's hard. It's hard <laughs> to get in there. Really, man, truly, it's hard to get in there. Yeah, uh, no, I do really do feel like Nintendo's being the king right now. They're being the king. I. They're like pretending. all the PS4 titles that I'm excited about come out next year. Right. Yeah. I mean, Cyber Control Party. was, like, I think, a stealth, awesome release, and yeah. I'm excited to play it. I yeah. I for I forgot about it, and I seeing seeing stuff about it now. I'm like, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, I thought the uh, the direct was perfect. That was uh, amazing. I was super excited about everything announced. Um. So I started playing the SNES games on the Switch. Have you checked it out yet? I checked out a couple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For stars, yeah, just to see how it works and it works really well. I'll um, say a positive and a negative about it. Okay. Uh, positive is um, I swear they have like s- did did something to the visuals of those games. Mm. Maybe it's just that docked. It's coming through in. 1080p yeah because mm. the snes minis looks really good too yeah it, but this looks better to me than oh, the snes mini yeah mm. and maybe i'm just getting fucked up so this is the positive this is the positive okay. is that it like is it like they look more bright and colorful mm. than ever before like like i was playing super mario world and i was just like this is fucking popping right now like i've never seen it uh the negative is only in super mario world Am I noticing, like, there's a weird fucking lag if you're using mm. Pro Controller? Mm. Oh, wow. So I was, like, using my Pro Controller, and I was, like, super excited, turned on Super Mario World, and I'm, like, am I, I'm jumping, like, a half frame too late, mm. and it's, I unfortunately, I played that game too much right. to where I like, absolutely, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, speedrunners <laughs> would not swear by that. Absolutely right. notice it, yeah. And I even, like, I even, like, closed it out and turned on Super Mario 3 on my on the NES app okay. just to see. And it's like, there isn't a lag there. Mm. I mean, there probably is, but, like, not a noticeable one. Not noticeable, one. yeah. I yeah, think it's just something with that ROM. I was going to say, with the release of the controller, they're like... You gotta get the controller, baby. Gotta spend Super that Nintendo. money. Maybe, maybe that's the case. But and I will. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. It was like, it was like, oh, this is such a bummer because yeah. like it's like Mario Maker too. Like I, that there's no like noticeable no. lag there, you know. But but not undocked, like uh, just handheld, not a problem. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. I've only played a dock and I haven't noticed something somewhere, but. I'd, yeah, that's a specific way to do it. Uh, yeah. So, what is your take on this, Ness? I like it. For starters, the launch is way better than the Nintendo <coughs> launch was. I think the Nintendo of Nintendo on Switch has. I think they launched with not a lot of their hard hitters. This one is coming out with a lot of the hard hitters, obviously. 
And then, yeah, just so far, uh, played a little bit of the Toilop games, which right now are a little goofy. Like, yeah, there's Super Mario Kart, but me and Chelsea played some Brawl Brothers. And yeah, hell just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like a slightly updated River City Ransom was my pitch to her. So it was fun, but it was also like, yeah, it's that Super Nintendo random brawler, nothing too huge. Yeah. Um, like Teenage Mutant if that was on there, the Turtles in Time, yeah. that would have been first, second play. For sure. Uh, but... Yeah, no, so far I'm like I'm liking the pits. Um not gonna go too hard on it just yet, but I like the idea that yeah, now Super Nintendo's on my Switch. I'm happy with that. Yeah, me too. I'm very happy with that. And yeah. obviously even a, even an input lag in any other game usually doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean unless you're playing like a Mega Man or a Super Mario game that like has to be frame perfect or you yeah. die. Uh like Zelda. You yeah, know, exactly that's so you imprecise. You can just run around and go crazy. Yeah. And anything, you know, RPG works really well, even with input yeah. lag. Do you, um, th- do you think you're going to beat any of the, like, RPGs on there like that? Like, I don't Because I never know. played through Breath of Fire. I was thinking about Breath of Fire. Yeah. I never um, played the first one. Yeah. Right. I played two. Breath of Fire 2 is supposed to be real good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know what I'll be doing with that yet. Yeah, me I, yet. I, I'm, I'm still thinking about it a lot. It was one of these situations where I hate, I, I almost like don't want to say this because I don't want Nintendo to be listening to this right <laughs> now, but it's like, I, I wanted it so bad. And when it finally got there, I was like, okay, well, I guess I got to play Astral Chain. <laughs> like, uh, you know what I mean? It was like, it was like, it was like, gotcha. it's like, I have so many ways of playing SNES games. I don't think everyone does. Like if you yeah. don't have a SNES Mini and you don't like emulate, emulate yeah. Yeah. then... And it's just the ease too of like you can save state a lot quicker. It's right. on your switch already. I can yeah. yeah. I, now I can play Super Metroid on the plane. Super Metroid is actually a game I was thinking about going through. That'll be cool because I I've think. never beaten that game. So, uh, but there were other new releases that yeah. came out in the world. Catherine Full Body came out to the to the world. Uh, you guys played Catherine back in the day? I've no. not. No. Now it, that's an anime. Yeah, that is. That's Atlas. an anime. Yeah. Atlas. But it's a fun. It's a fun game. It's got like a weird. It's a weird game. It's like kind of puzzly, right? Yeah. It's got a Persona like style to it, but it's like. It's got like a weird, like, uh, what would you call that puzzler? Devil's Dice? Or... Yeah, it is almost like Intelligence QB, too. Yeah. Like, I was curious about it. I never got into it, though. Yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter DLC, Iceborne. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Gotta don't, get on that Iceborne. Don't even. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know all I want to do is is hunt monsters. together. Hunt, hunt monsters. <laughs> uh, River City Girls came out. Have I still you, need to do that. Yeah. I've, you and Kelsey, right? Yeah, Kelsey. Trash Sisters. Yeah, Trash Sisters is what she's already going to call it. Um, yeah, I think we'll get into that. Maybe we'll stream it or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, Blair Witch came out. I'm... Blair Witch the game? Yeah, Blair Witch the game. The game, the movie, the book? The game, the movie, the book. People were like excited about this game. And, uh, Is it VR or something? I no, no. Oh, that, that would be, be cool. That would be cool. awesome. Can I just imagine? pitched their DLC. It yeah. would be too spooky it'd be for too old sc- Mikey. It would be too scary. I'd too have to... Scary. Yeah. Uh, Gears 5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Creature in the Well. That I looked up at the Nintendo NE. It seems pretty interesting. Yeah. It's like Hyper Light Drifter style, but mm. it's like a pinball slasher. It's weird. Hmm. Hmm. Torchlight yeah. 2, that on came out on Switch, Switch. Yeah. and then the Final Fantasy VIII remake. That looks pretty good. Which we'll get into that oh, uh, more in segment two. I don't think you announced it. I have it on there. Celeste DLC Monday. That was oh. my next. Yeah, that was oh, literally right. next on the list. But ah, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, uh, the Farewell DLC is yes, coming on Monday for free nine. to anyone who has Celeste. Guys, come on. Come on. Come on. If you don't That's have Celeste, so if you don't have Celeste, and fucking get it together. Fucking quit your job. <laughs> quit your job. Just. Quit, a mountain. quit your shit. Go home. Yeah, give yeah. it up. If you don't have Celeste, quit your shit. Quit your shit, dude. What are you even doing? Okay. Stop <laughs> being that way. Yeah. Knock it off. Stop. 
Thought now. Turn it out. Just don't make me do it for you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And guys, that's all the news. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and with that, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about video game guilty pleasures. Do you like to listen to podcasts? I didn't, until I had my own. Hi, I'm Lily, And I'm Riz. And, and we're, we're rich. rich. We had a very successful podcast with 200 million viewers, but unfortunately, it got hacked. It got hacked. We had 200 million viewers before. If you could wrap your head around that, 200 million viewers wanted to listen viewers. and watch and us watch talk. And watch us talk, and now we have none because we got hacked. So anyways, we're starting from scratch because our podcast got hacked, so we're starting a whole entirely whole brand entire new. new podcast for you. Brand new. And also, we just learned that if you don't listen to it you'll die yeah seven days seven days just you'll like die. the ring but we came up with it first we so came it's up with it unique first. to us it is unique our podcast comes out every monday we do fun segments like what's new on broadway and also lily explains french kisses listen, listen to, to our, our podcast, podcast got hacked anywhere podcasts are available and we're back to video games a comedy show i'm your host jeremy schmidt and today we are talking about video game guilty pleasures uh this was pitched to me by the dearly beloved mikey stevens i was uh you you, you pitched me a long list of of uh don't get me started (laughs) yeah no i'm i'm excited because uh, it's not that i like necessarily run out of ideas i just get too close to the day we had to record and i'm like well fuck what are we gonna talk about i don't know i'm like googling like relevant video game <laughs> topics. Um, but uh, this was the one that really stuck out to me only because I feel like lately I've had quite a bit of brushes with uh, game franchises and video games. I've been playing that I'm like, what am I doing right now? <laughs> Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Like there, there, I have a giant stack of uh, video games at the ready that are considered good, yeah. that have high Metacritic scores. Right. Why am I up in here uh, playing uh, Turok the Dinosaur Hunter for my <laughs> Nintendo Switch? I'll tell you why. Because I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. I uh, a big. Uh, I'll start out with a big uh, video game guilty pleasure of mine is that I love to play bad games. Mm. I do not know why I am so drawn to bad games, but like of the of the era N64 era. Of all the shooters I could go back to. Dude, I could talk about, yeah, Nintendo 64, weird game concepts. Yeah. 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 Uh, Turok the Dinosaur Hunter is definitely not one you would want to necessarily go back to. I mean, I can't even imagine that that game has that big of a fan base. Right? I mean, like, who out there played Turok the Dinosaur Hunter and loved it? Did you guys? No. no. I, <laughs> I feel like I knew people who dug it, though. Really? When it, yeah. For, like, or. And also, pe- like people get stoked on dinos. Well, sure, you know, yeah, especially I mean, back like, in the nineties. Yeah, and people oh, are like, "Oh, I'm fucking dinos!" dinos. Uh, so like, that's not enough for me. No, <laughs> but but that is like a thing. Like whereas like I, like uh, I usually like will give a zombie game a shot okay because i like zombies right right I'm like, cool zombies and i don't know what the fuck that is i'm right. a zombie person for whatever that is but dinos but dinos yeah take them or leave them <laughs> yeah they're yeah. cool but you know yeah. but i you, people are like excited at just like you, you fuck there's dinos right you know i mean i think i think i'm gonna connect the guilty pleasure to actually being more to like and it's not so much that i love dinosaurs as much as i played turok when i was a kid and i didn't like it at all but then it came out for the switch and i'm like i hated that <laughs> and i was like let me try that again yeah. let me pick that up because i think there's something about it where i'm like 
I'm like remembering being it's maybe it's nostalgia. Do you like bad movies? I do. I mean, funny bad, where where we're all cracking up. The room, you know. Yeah. 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 That's I, fun. I guess I would say like uh, that's a type of person as well. Yeah. Like where people are like, what? Like some people don't even get the pleasure of that. Oh sure. We're just like, yeah. why are we doing? This is torture. This is awful. I don't yeah. want to submit myself to this. Yeah. Terrible thing. But, but it's, it, I mean, but I was on vacation where I was in Austin and I was playing Turok on my Switch and my friend came up. He's like, oh, is that a Switch? Oh, hell yeah. Let me look at this thing. <laughs> and he came to look at it and I'm, it's me playing Turok. <laughs> so it's just like, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, he's, like, he's, like, he's like, oh, is that what it is? <laughs> like, he, he thought like that's what it was. I'm like, that's no, so no, no. Funny. I'm just being an idiot. I'm, <laughs> I'm just fucking around in this game. Uh, but I will say, going back to Turok the Dinosaur Hunter, uh, that is a weird game. It's. That- I was about to say the main thing about it, coming from like a PC gamer who's played like their FPSs, and that's how it <laughs> develops. Console FPSs when they first starting out are very weird. Turok is one of the weirder ones because it's almost like yeah, you're running around at this weird pace. You're picking up things like like little gems, like their coins in Mario games or right. something. Mario's a plumber, uh, and. Yeah, like it's just this. It feels weird and floaty and different than like any other FPS. It's a kind of an open world game. Yeah, which is like a hub thing. Like you go, you go into portals that are levels, but then they loop back around to another Mm. portal that brings you back to a hub. So you're net. You never like stop. Mm. You're always like running around the Mm. world. It's it's very it's a very strange layout and a very strange like you're collecting keys in levels to open up different portals to get to different places. It feels very like loopy. Like you're just constantly looping around. You're going back into levels you've already been uh, to access areas that That you haven't been before. Yeah, it's like the game philosophies of like a Super Nintendo platformer or open world game, but plugged into like a now Nintendo sixty four FPS. And it's very weirdly placed, but it's also yeah. like kind of endearing for that. It's like yeah, yeah. and it's incredibly imprecise. It like, is, yeah. uh, <laughs> but you can. But you know what? It looks pretty good on Switch. You well, know? Yeah, the HD stuff. Uh, Mikey Stevens, though you pitched this episode, so mm-hmm. I want to hear yeah. what's a guilty pleasure, uh, from my boy. It's pretty easy, and uh, to understand this about me, we gotta go back. We gotta go back in time, guys. Okay, let me get my back in time. Sound <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Um, uh, I think it. Uh, here we go. Uh, that's not what I was expecting. The year <laughs> 2006. Okay, good. A game came out the likes of which have never been seen before. In 06? I think. Okay, great, great, great. Yeah, yeah. This game came out and it changed the gaming world forever. Whoa. Guys, that game. Hold on. Was World of Warcraft. (gasps) Perfect. I thought you weren't going to hit it. I thought you weren't going to hit the beat. Oh, that was great. You hit it it hard. Uh, Okay, World of Warcraft Classic. Have you been playing that? I have. Dude, and I have. I have. And I was almost. uh, My friend Griffin, who's also been a friend of the show, Griffin Davis. Yeah. He was was trying to get me into it, and I was like, no, one friend? That's it? Yeah. More than one. And and that, that brings me to the second part of this, which is. I, uh, uh, and this maybe could potentially be a whole, <laughs> whole other topic for another day. I have had a friend group through Steam since 2009. Whoa. Literally, we've been playing, like, we started playing Team Fortress 2 together, and, like, we're friends. 
<laughs> you, know, you know, it's been a decade. Yeah, I have they. I have their phone numbers. Oh, we that's text. Great. Yeah, uh, and, and uh, they. So it's a group of about, I'd say like six of us at this point. But three of uh, so four actually four of them uh, were like, hey man, totally understand if you don't want to go this route because uh, I went deep back in the day into wow. this game. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, but we're gonna play classic. You should hop on, and mm-hmm. I was like, "I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna do it." Uh, yeah, but um, you got the yeah, subscription. Huh? I, I, yeah, you know, um, you have to in order to play it. How much is it a month? Fifteen. I know it's a commitment, <laughs> and then it's that feeling where you're like, "Well, I gotta get my money's worth, so yeah, I'm gonna man. play it every day." But uh, um, guys, I, I love collaboration. Yeah, and I love roles. I love it. I love it. I love the play. I roles. love like this is your role. This yeah. is why you're important mm. to the group. And this is my role. And this is why I'm important to the group. And that's like, why you're such a big fan of improv. Truly. Yeah. Truly. It's like I'm attracted to these things that are like team uh, based. And that's no different in a video game. All yeah. I want, guys, is for us all to play and all feel like we matter and are important. Yeah. And, and can bring love stuff that. to the great. table. So it's like, yeah, they're, they're, that game is super fun and super fucking dangerous. And anytime I play, I'm like, I can't play this for much longer. Dude, do you I ever can't... shit yourself while you're playing? All the time. Wow. All the time. Mm. Wow. You kind yeah. of clean it up? I call it, I call it dude because my... Call it dude? Yeah, like my... Call it duty? I call it duty. That's great. Mm. And, That's good. Uh, plumber comes over. Plumber. And he... Mario cleans it up? Well, some dude named Mario. Yeah, oh, my ah. God. That came full Fixes. circle. That joke deserves one of these. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's pretty easy for me. Yeah. Uh, any and That, that ga- is a good one. That is a great answer because I didn't have yeah. that on my list of potentials, that's like uh, guilty pleasures. But that is one, too, that like uh, Turok's really not like this because like no one knows what that is. But I will get into some titles where just the name of it is kind of embarrassing. It's like taboo. Yes. It's like you don't want to tell anyone that you're doing this thing. Right. In, truly in secret. Right. But when it's you're like... It's with a negative connotation, right? Truly, I mean, yeah. like, people and are it, like, oh, that's where you lose your life. Well, fucking understandably. Thing. They're yeah. right. And that, you know, like, um, there's, yeah, there's people who, uh, because this was released at the 15-year anniversary, there's people who've been playing this game for 15 fucking years and dedicated so much time and money to that game. And, um, yeah, the benefits of, like, uh, like... For someone that feels maybe socially awkward or something, you now have mm. a community. You now have a guild, or you know, you you ha- like you can fulfill this. So it's like I think that is the good side of it. Yeah, the bad side of it is everyone yeah, leaves. Tr- yes, yeah. truly, just <laughs> living in a hole and not losing sleep and mm-hmm. you know being a super unhealthy person. Um, yeah, if you can manage it and like remain healthy and keep doing it, so it's like a good. A fun thing to be at this stage in my life where sure. I'm not a child in high school who is just like, I'm not going to go to school today. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> All I'm going to do is get my Torin Druid yeah. to, you know, oh, level 20. Like, uh, yeah. So it's, it's a good time. Good time. Um, I like fe- I like feeling important and like I matter. <laughs> what is your uh, role? Have you said yet? Uh, yeah. I play right now. I'm playing a troll priest okay. because as I know... In any kind of uh, RPG, mm. 
you got to have a healer. And you're the healer. They're always needed. Yeah. They're a very important role. And it's just like, I want to feel like people need me. I would like, say hey. you're the priest and white mage in real life, too. Hey. Thanks, man. That's how you operate in the group. That's 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 what I'm setting out to do. I'm we can't all be the cool us. warriors. <laughs> right. Some of us have to be the lame healers. Exactly. Right. And I, I always got confused by that, but like some people, I think that I've been playing these games wrong. Much like how I've been doing life a little <laughs> bit wrong, where like people who play the healers, that's a really fun aspect of games that I just have never done. I've never, like in Overwatch, never gone for the healer. Yeah. Never gone for, yeah. Yeah. It's a but different... You should. It's a di- yeah, and and certainly like back in the day, the medic, I played Duty, yeah. I played uh, rogue, you know, because I was like I want to sneak and fuck shit up. Yeah, uh, but like over the years, and truly, not just from uh, Warcraft, but just any RPG, mm. realizing like, oh, that's the most important motherfucker in the group. Right, that's you get doted on. Yeah, if anybody attacks you, it's like no, 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 no we gotta yeah. save that guy. Yeah. He's keeping everyone yeah, alive, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so like my approach now is way more like find you know like a surgeon where i'm like i know exactly what i would do now uh, playing the game so yeah that's That's awesome that's it guys it's awesome in that it's totally embarrassing uh i didn't want to tell you guys (laughs) (laughs) i wanted it to be a secret that's how powerful wow is it's embarrassing to talk about on a games podcast yeah uh, and what's even crazier too is like we're a little bit older the three of us here like we're older than we were yeah. I guess in every moment of the day we're older than we were but I guess what I'm trying to say is like it's it's like as I get older too I feel way less embarrassed about stuff oh yeah I get I, way yeah. more confident I don't give a shit and I'm kind of even everything <laughs> I'm going to mention today I kind of still don't give a shit but right. I but there is a part of me that's like that's like even today when I'm like totally confident in who I am and what I do and kind of fuck you if you don't like it I'm still like these are still like a little bit. I don't want to bring them up at like UCB in the lobby. Listen, I respect you guys, and I didn't want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Hearn, give me a guilty pleasure. All right, uh, I was thinking of like yeah, sort of like your situation with Todd. What are games where I maybe wouldn't want people to see me play them, or maybe <laughs> I wouldn't want to be like this is a good representative of a game I liked or gaming in general to someone who might ask about. And there were a couple of weird ways of different phrases. I guess ultimately it's just they're fun games, but they're kind of embarrassing conceptually or sure. embarrassing in terms of humor or like idea. And a couple of the ones I kept going back to were the OG 3D Realm games of Duke Nukem 3D and Shadow oh, Warrior. Oh, very especially. good. I for, I didn't have Duke Nukem down, but that's a good one. Yeah, well, that does not age gracefully. No, God, yeah. Shadow Warrior, even worse so. Um, because. And if you look at, like, just mechanically, the games are very good, still hold up well, 90s FPSs. They were coming off of Doom, they were coming off of Quake, and they had their own build engine. And the build engine is a very fluid, fast, fun one. It's able to, it makes a lot of cool levels in it. You're able to make, like, stuff explode and change the landscape. Mm -hmm. Just a very well-thought-out engine. And they thought, well, what's the best way to pitch this engine? I know, let's take this 2D character, Duke Nukem, turn him into Ash from Evil Dead, but with like way more strip clubs and shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have fake pixelated boobies on strippers when you tip them. Like, oh, all yeah. this gross kind of like, yeah, very semi-edgy 90s like action movie tropes. Right. And then Shadow Warrior did that even worse with a very Asian caricature 
dumb jokes that don't need to be in there. Like sure. I don't when I'm slashing enemies, I don't need to hear like you get low wang like, time or something like that. Oh, low like, wang yeah. time? I, I'm like even butchering it on purpose because <laughs> I don't want to say some of the actual shit he says. Sure, but you get the idea that it's yeah. like this is some white uh, voice actor doing a racist caricature. Yeah. We should go around and talk about our favorite Duke Nukem quote though, just oh, real boy. quick. <laughs> what is what is what is y'all's? Well, most of them, especially coming off of Army of Darkness and Evil Dead 2, I know there are actually quotes from those movies, but like just like Hail to the King, baby. Hail to the King, baby. I liked, I like whenever there's a Duke Nukem arcade game in Duke Nukem, <laughs> and if you walk up to it, he just goes, I don't have time to play with myself. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. That's a Pretty good, good. That's a good one. Stevens, you ever played Duke Nukem? I did. I don't, I don't have, uh, yeah, you remember this one? Uh, uh, got it. Hey, the Duke. The Duke is Duke. Duke is Duke. <laughs> that's when you go poo poo. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when he poo poos. Uh, and toilets, which, yeah, you can actually flush toilets. That is a great answer. I love Thank that. You. No, because, um, like, even <coughs> I do have the Duke Nukem 3D on uh, Steam, the Major Ton Edition, and it's still very fun, but yeah. it's also like I wouldn't proudly show that I'm playing it to someone. Aren't some of the, like, enemies, like, butts and stuff? Like, buttholes? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I hope so. They're, like, the edgiest it starts off is that all the cops are pigs. That's right. Uh, and yeah. like stuff like that, I'm like, that kind of rolls a little bit. Like, But as it goes on, it's just like, yeah, I'm still like going into a strip club in space or something. I'm like, this doesn't add up. This is someone's yeah. fever dream. <laughs> right. And I mean, there are games with like silly senses of humor, which is kind of like endearing. Like I would say Saints Row is a funny series that maybe started out a little badly, mm-hmm. but it grew more self-aware. Yeah. But I think that's like, this is so foregone in era, and especially since the Duke Nukem Forever wasn't a good idea, it, it's like, no, it just has to stay in the past as this faint of like, if I'm playing it, it'll be fun, but I, it's going to be problematic at its very least. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. problematic games. I didn't even think about that. Mm. That's great. Actually, I kind of have one on here um, on my list, but uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, st- I'm gonna pivot into uh, uh, Pokemon. Mm. That's true. I think Pokemon is a guilty pleasure game uh, because it's very fun. It's got a lot of great deep mechanics and and, and, and deep systems. But it carries with it that stigma of like, why are you 32 years old and playing Pokemon? Pokemon? That's a weird one too, because it's our aimed at us. Yes, it's even weirder too. We grew up with it. Yeah, it's ours. It's ours. It's mine. It's mine. Dang it! I can I can play Pokemon forever. But it's funny too, because Pokemon Go was a hit. Like, it wasn't just right. Pokemon. And I mean, that's where it becomes. It Maybe the stigma is taking Pokemon so much more seriously. You're playing the actual games. Right. As yeah. opposed to just, like, the fun, casual version. And God forbid you collect the cards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, it is. Like, stigma came to mind immediately where it's like, it's this thing that's technically for Japanese kids that made its way to America, but it's also like. A mechanically sound RPG. Yeah, it's got yeah. a lot of cool ideas. It's got to a cool it. art direction, art style. Yes. Who yeah. doesn't love animals? Like it's like yeah. a great like it's animal incredible. porn. If you like animal, it's incredible. Porn. But not like the kind of animal porn I actually watch. No, <laughs> like the like animal porn. Like it's it, you know when you're seeing a good animal, Too many that's animals. cool. Little like cuties. cuties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I yeah. have I have another title on here. Uh, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? I never played the volleyball game. Me and my friend Evan. Shout out to Evan Kimball in Denton, Texas. We played the fuck out of Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball because it, it was a very fun volleyball game. Uh, of course, we were doing it as a bit because there was yeah. like uh, what independent breast physics and stuff in that game. Yeah, but. 
it was also like a very fun game to play. And I remember the moment we realized it wasn't a bit anymore and we just liked playing the game <laughs> and us being like, you just want to keep going? Yeah, let's just like, keep playing yeah, this. Man, this yeah, yeah. And that was the, that was like, please no one come in the room right now. Right. We're playing we're this just game. playing a volleyball game and really yeah. into it. Yeah. Uh, what else? Anyone have any other examples? Um, I, uh, Occasionally, we'll um, play League of Legends. Okay. Still. Yeah, that's that in the another, WoW vein. Sort yeah, of, yeah, where it's like, uh, yeah, similar, I think, stigma mainly due, I think, to that community is just the fucking worst. Yeah. Like, in what way? Are they just mean and aggressive? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. just like uh, super toxic and super, that sucks. you know, people just shitting on each other, blaming each other. In a game that's supposed to be against it, like it hinges on your collaboration with four other people. So it's like, right. yeah, uh, that's that's one for me probably. Yeah, uh, Hearn, you got another on your I list. Do. I draw this one uh, game where it's it has such a useless skill to it that the better you are at it, the more queer it is. You spend way too much time playing it, <laughs> so it's Great. embarrassing. And those games are specifically. Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. I can totally chill at Dance Dance Revolution still. I did that recently in Colorado. And then I can, you know, Guitar Hero, I don't think it ever goes away either. It's like literally playing a guitar. Yeah. But like, it is those tiny games where it's like, those are like, they can be casual party games. They can be, you're at an arcade and you see it and you can goof around on it. But then if you're like me and you get up to it and you dance your ass off on it, people are like, I remember Maybe seeing kids with headbands and yes. water bottles <laughs> oh, yeah. and Hell fucking yeah. towels draped over those She's machines. Like, and I, you know, like at the time, it, uh, like, it was this feeling of like, damn, that dude looks silly as fuck, and also like, I'm in awe and jealous of how confident yeah, yeah. and like you're just like i don't give a fuck this is what i i get it in plus I that come, dude's yeah. legs were ripped you as were hell ripped. Ripped. Yeah. yeah you came to work out like yeah that's pretty <laughs> fucking cool uh in the same vein as uh a uh, similar event dead or alive extreme beach volleyball is uh sonic adventures 2 or 1 yeah. uh any sonic the hedgehog game really i think I people these days just assume you're just jacking off like crazy <laughs> to it that is one where yeah the fan base is so weird and abstract now and they're not even weird like problematic yes. they're weird like they want to jerk off to every yeah. sonic character right and uh it doesn't help that the games aren't that good anymore so it's like yeah. what other reason could you be playing <laughs> sonic adventure 5 or whatever yeah like yeah it's just weird yeah games are bad and you're bad for playing it, it. you should feel shame test, test. i uh but i still do it anytime there's a sonic game i gotta get my hands on it get mm. my grubby little grimy hands on it uh i had on on the list of phone games any phone games oh. that like people or like pay to play phone games um uh, that people like spent either way too much money on or got way too oh into? god yeah i used to play one called battle camp Battle Camp, which is uh, <laughs> which is one of those, which is one of those match. It's like uh, it's it's like I don't even know how to describe it. It's like you, it's like matching colors. You know, matching like four fire icons. Mm, it's like mm. one of those grid systems. Hell yeah! That you match, but you have um, animals, almost like Pokemon esque, right? You have like a party. Right. And given on their element. Anyway, it's like one of those games where the more money you put into it, the better you are. Love I, it. I probably spent a hundred fucking dollars on it. Oh that my game. god. Maybe more. Perfect. I'm, I'm too cheap to do those games. I think I I avoid those because of that. And then I think I've gotten lucky. The only phone games I played are like free or cheap. So yeah. it's like 
and then I don't bother putting money into it. Yeah. Um, you are fucking up, my friend. I know, apparently. <laughs> I don't have that feel of, like, I'm the best because I spent money. Uh, but I do got one where it's just, this is a, like, I could talk to you guys about specific games, and you might be, like, like even just to gamers, it's like, this is a hard pitch for any modern gamer to, like, I want you guys to try this game because I like it. And uh, there are a couple games like that. The ones I'm mostly thinking of, and it's coming out for Switch next year, there's this game series called Disaster Report. Oh. Yeah, and they had right. a couple titles on the PlayStation 2 that I really liked, and they didn't, like, I don't know what happened to the third one. I think they just didn't sell well. They're porting the fourth one. And it's just a hard pitch. Like, I can describe to you what it is and what yeah. you're doing it, and it might not make any sense why it's fun or cool. Okay. And it kind of is just this thing of, like, to another gamer, this is hard to pitch. Pitch. All right, so you're playing out, like, a disaster movie from the point of view of, like, the people in it, and it's, like, a Japanese soap opera style. So, yeah. <laughs> and the mechanic and mechanically, the game is mostly just running around doing this stuff, climbing around in like this very budget version of like uncharted platforming. Like you're not it's like technically not that fun a game, but just the endearment of what it is is yeah. so interesting. I don't, I don't think I would hate that. I think I would like it's, that. I think it's just more like you're going to spend money to do that and when instead you'd play platinum games or something. Yeah, like yeah. you could play edgy platinum yeah. games with boobs. Exactly. I got one. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I really had a ton of fun playing the Division 2. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the first Division. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Uh, the it's kind of embarrassing because it's like Tom Clancy, sure, and kind of like that broy, like. yeah, like super kind of like there's like I'll find myself and no like uh, knock on anybody's allegiance to the military or anything like that, <laughs> but like I was raised very differently where yeah. like my mom would probably disown me if I became a cop or right. joined the military, and it's like very pro. Kind of, kind of like pro America, yeah. yeah, feeling shit, which is always like a little weird for me. Sure, but like the mechanic and style of the game is like I love everything about this. It's so fun. Yeah, that's why you uh, say with Destiny, dude. Loot shooter. I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of a that's kind of a I, guilty. I pleasure. almost put down like Call of Duty yeah. games on here if I actually played them. Yeah, and they were a guilty pleasure, but they're actually they're they're still not for me i i don't play call of duties when they come out any modern warfare games i don't play i was gonna um, say the last like modern warfare one and two were like actually legitimately good fps's i played, I yeah. modern played warfare two Remastered a lot yeah recently and i'm like this still holds up but then like i got infinite warfare the one that's in space mm-hmm. so it's not even like call of duty anymore it's just yeah. ridiculous yeah. it's like halo now. yeah basically and i got it for like two butts from a goodwill i popped it in played it and then i'm like oh yeah this is running around corridors still shooting stuff just now in space yeah hmm. i think uh I, I i put down here kingdom hearts just oh. because that's a very hard franchise to pull off as a 32 year old totally man. totally that's you gotta that's pitch both one. anime and disney at the same time <laughs> right. and that's oh, a hard yeah. task and both those fan bases have that stigma too and where they're just yeah. constantly also jerking yes, off basically. yeah <laughs> especially that's disney a good one. lately that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, and like no, and again, no knock and no shame to anyone who likes any of these games or any of these franchises. I, I mean, I don't think you should feel shame, but there is just a little tiny yeah. bit of shame. Yeah, and, it, just like, and again, they're they're actually kind of sound games. Like I actually enjoy right. Kingdom Hearts yeah. three, but it's also like, yeah, it's not the toughest, most cool game to be playing. Yeah. Anyone else have a uh, a final one they want to throw out before we get into uh, an email? I mean, just to go back a little bit to Nintendo sixty four, like weird games. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, one of my favorites was Hybrid Heaven, which I brought oh, up before. Oh, baby. Which is literally a good one. turn-based wrestling in space sci-fi game. It's hilarious. <laughs> that sounds dope. Look, up, look it up on YouTube. <laughs> it is until you play it. Yeah, it's dope I was about to say, it. it's not actually that fun, uh, but it has weird ideas that's just like, it's cool they tried this. It's yeah. cool that they have Native American for, protagonists, That's too. true. Yeah. yeah, before even Prey. And they have hitboxes on each of the body parts of the other person, so you could knock out their right arm, and they can't attack you with their right arm. Wow. Yeah. But all this weird stuff in this weird plot Very by Fallout, Konami. Fallout-esque. Ah, yeah. yeah but yeah. it was like, it couldn't have been made for anyone possibly in mind. Like, a sci-fi yeah. fan's not going to think, I want to play a wrestling game. A wrestling <laughs> fan's not going to think, I want a sci-fi <laughs> fan. That's nice. It yeah. just came out of nowhere into the ether. I played. I rented it at Blockbuster. Eventually, bought it when I grew up, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is no one's <laughs> thing, but I like it." Yeah. Um. And to all of these titles, we want to give them a, a salute. Before we shame our way into this email, um, fuck guilty pleasure video games. I want to hear uh, a guilty pleasure movie or music that you're into. Uh. And that email came to us from Selfie of the Balam Garden. Uh, does anyone want to go? I can go too. Sure. Uh, I got one. Go. Uh, it's a band that I've been listening to called Barry. Okay. B A R R I E, and uh, or maybe one R. Um, and they're like indie pop. Okay. Which is like not You just my feel like shit. a dork listening I to do, it? I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. And I it I fucking crank it up. Yeah. <laughs> I listen loud, baby. Hell but yeah. like Hell yeah. uh it is very like uh <laughs> I curate uh, a playlist when I drive Lyft. Sure. And I have like a couple of uh, their songs on there and anytime they come on mm-hmm. I'm like a little less confident yeah yeah I'm yeah. like strong on every other thing I got on there but when those come on I'm like oh man oh. <laughs> <But> <laughs> they're great that band's fucking dope yeah. uh, and I, I yeah it's like I shouldn't give a shit but I something I still kind of hey, do I don't I know I'm why. right there with you yeah uh, I have a flip side to that because I was thinking too like there is like female uh, trope pop that I like a lot but I think I can pull it off a little bit, so I don't. It doesn't matter for me. Yeah, you got that vibe. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I expect uh, nothing less. <laughs> but when it comes to like modern rap, I like I do like production a lot more than I care about like certain rappers, and I like rappers who can choose like really interesting production. One of my favorite rappers is Young Thug, and his latest album, like half of it, sounds like he's rapping over the Blade Runner twenty forty nine soundtrack. Mm. Mm. That sounds it's, awesome. It's hilarious and it's awesome, and I love the production. But at the same time, because it's Young Fud rapping, he's just rapping about pain for bitches. Like my favorite song <laughs> on the album is called "I Bought Her," and the chorus is, and the chorus is literally just like "I'm paying for this woman for sets. I'm paying this woman for sets." And like one of the lines in the chorus, he always has like this terrible, hilarious line that's like embarrassing to sing along to, but it's funny. And the line is like. She told me she don't suck dick, so I called that bitch a cab. And that's in the Taurus. So he says yeah, that yeah, song yeah. a lot. Wow. And it's over this like wow, very wow. synthy, very cool production that I'm like, if you took out his lyrics, this would be in a sci-fi trailer. Instead, it's him rapping over it. And yeah. it's enjoyable as hell to me. Yeah. I'm going to say, uh, it's weird because Guilty Pleasures are, I, I'm, I'm, I, I always get stuck in this like loop with Guilty Pleasures where like, it's actually like not the corny stuff that sometimes makes me feel the most guilty. It's like, the stuff that like 
every every bearded white guy should like mm. that makes me embarrassed. So sure. I'm going to throw, because you guys both did music, I'm going to throw movies yeah, out there, is uh, Wes Anderson movies. Oh, love them. I love them. Yeah. Who doesn't love a Wes Anderson movie, but right? I, I know what you mean. Yeah. But I do have this guilty pleasure of like, I don't want to talk about you, it. Or <laughs> like you downplay your love yes, of it. kind of. Yeah, like, he's all right. You're like, I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> and you fucking secretly yeah. love that I'm gonna, shit. And like, and like in, in subtitles, I'm going to put Quentin Tarantino here too. Because sure. it's like, it's yeah. like because like when I watch those films, I'm on like a ten. Yeah, but but you're right. When I talk about them later, it's at a four. Yeah, that's like a good one. I yeah. definitely uh, went in to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with a very close friend of mine. Yeah, and we both kind of like arms crossed. Mm-hmm. Like good luck, good luck, and yeah. both <laughs> both <laughs> left and gradually warmed up to each other. Like, yeah. So you, you did you like it? And you're like, yeah, I kind of liked it. You're like, yeah, I, I kind of thought it was good too. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. like by the end, yeah. we're like, hey, we enjoyed this That's movie. That's my favorite but, movie. <laughs> you're yeah. like taking each other's temperature. Like, it's so my yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood, I was like like a little boy. I was just leaving that theater I like had a blast. I love it. Yeah. I love him. He's my dad. <laughs> Uh, especially that ending, jeez yeah. Louise! That was, ending was was good stuff. And I'm like laughing, and I'm loving things I shouldn't be loving, and it's great. Uh, it's but yeah, definitely like, guilty pleasure. I it's guess just like say. objectively entertaining, like and yeah, yeah. I don't know. I love that too. All, a confusing one that I feel like keeps going out of guilty pleasure back in is this another music one, but it's Eminem. I feel like that's mm. a weird like for a while he's a guilty pleasure and then he's not and then he is and then he's not like it kind of depends on where society has landed on him in that moment. I haven't or, been able to stand him for years. You're just out. I'm hard out. Hard um, out. And, yeah. Well, yeah. Your hard out. Do you think Eminem show the Mar- the Mathers LP? Okay. Anything wow. Po- early. Anything post the first two was albums. The first? Slim I mean, Shady. Those are, LP? Slim Shady was good. good. Yeah. Marshall Mathers was killer. Yeah. Everything after that, I'm like. All right, man. And yeah. then my bit, my big pet peeve with M is he started doing his own production. Oh, okay, yeah, he's a not lot that of a producer. And I, it's just that circusy, yeah, kind of like <laughs> rinky dink. That's shit. a great way to put and it. Then he, and then he really started leaning on like singing, yeah, and his yeah. singing song shit. I yeah. just like don't love it. And no. so like he really started going hard on that shit. And I was like, bro, I'm I, not afraid. No, thank you. <laughs> I'll take none of that, please. Yeah, uh, uh, I think it's it's weird because it is like it is fucking nerdy to like Eminem. Yeah, you know what I mean. At this like point, for sure, it's it, even at the day. I feel like he was like the most accept. He's like an accessible thing. He was like on always on like the. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, he's MTV's a he's like, a white rapper who is worth his weight and go. Like he's dangerous. solid. Like he's an incredible rapper. So it's not just like like there's tons of white you know successful hip hop people who because they have access to a white audience you. You can write them off. Right. You're Macklemore's. You're blah, blah, blah. Where mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, but you just are pandering to this audience. Right. Whereas like, M is solid. Yeah. yeah. Across the fucking board. You can't just write him off. Yeah. So I get people's admiration and love for him. Was Dr. Dre producing his yeah. records? Yeah. The, the first, first two? two, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, I know this is kind of a hot take, a big, but. That's also a big deal. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, that, just as that far kind as of like. Cosign, yeah. yeah. Well, just and also his sound. That's right. true. Yeah. You know, yeah. curating that kind of. Yeah, sound. Yeah. I mean, hot take. I think uh, Dr. Dre is a pretty good producer. That is a hmm. I've never... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're going to end Video Games and Comedy hey. Show. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Uh, everyone go around and plug something. We'll start with you, Hearn. Oh, boy. Um... <laughs>
You can follow me on Twitter. I sometimes <laughs> get hit up by IMAT on Michael C. Hearn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Famously, uh, he's got hit up on Famous Cine. I have an Instagram. My opinion is Michael C. Hearn as well. Um, right. And, yeah, I'm making some films out here, guys. Uh, I should have one coming out this year and then working on a new one. Um, I have a Vimeo page, vimeo.com slash mchearn. mchearn, Mr. Mikey Stevens. Yeah. Uh, as always, find me on Venmo at Mikey Stevens. Uh, no one sent me money yet, but maybe someday they maybe, will. Maybe, maybe. Uh, and also, as always, I'm on server Curinax in the World of Warcraft universe. <laughs> uh, my priest's name is Dang. That's A-W-D-A-N-G. Come find me. I'll uh, give you a stamina boost uh, and make you some tailoring stuff and also give you an enchant. Uh, and I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Mikey Loves Mikey or one final show of the season for Bitchin' Harold Knight. Come see us. Hot team. Uh, Hot team. Yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. Yeah, um, and I would say I'm going to plug uh, the Patreon for Video Games and Comedy Show. Patreon.com slash VGA Comedy Show has, uh, is starting to populate with some great content. At the $5 level, you can hear uh, us uh, a small gathering of us talk for a couple hours about Earthbound or a couple hours about Resident Evil 1996. Me and Mikey McCaller talked about Resident Evil for like two hours, just the two of us. It's good. It's good it's stuff. A, uh, yeah, it's a good time. So you can, come, uh, you can come help out the show there. You can also follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. You can follow me directly on Twitter at Elker arena of crime and if you're in the los angeles area second wednesday of every month come to mod night you can see hail mary we're the best team on hot mod. team hot, hot team best team. team on mod. i don't care what moon goon says we're the best team mm-hmm. uh and yeah and of course also uh toads you know have a safe drive to work because i will reiterate the joke i said earlier a truck full of gooigi's tipped over and it looks like green cum so you know that's slippery Travis Scott, Tugger, Tugger, baby. Come on, folks. I call you a whore. Just a fucking short. I just went out my door. Pulling off and I'm gone. Then I go up before. Then I roll up, then I roll up. Then I'm calling your hook up. Like, 